Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 Is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. All right, we're, we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today, successful today, and successful with the president who's in office on January 20th, a minute afternoon, will also be successful. I went through a transition on the front, and I've, I've been on the other side of this. I'm very confident that we will uh, do all the things that are necessary to make sure that the, the government, the United States government, will continue to perform its national security function as we go forward. You believe there's from Michigan showing vote totals and massive leads or significant leads, reports that we're getting from Pennsylvania. Performance national security function as we go forward. You believe there's widespread voter fraud that the reports that we're getting from Pennsylvania, from Michigan showing vote totals and massive leads or significant leads with 99% reporting are going to be overturned and that the United States failed to conduct a fraudulent free election? Rich, I'm the Secretary of State. I'm getting calls from all across the world. These people are watching our election. They understand that we have a legal process. They understand that this takes time, right? It took us 37 plus days in an election back in 2000, conducted a successful transition then. I'm very confident that we will count and we must count every legal vote. We must make sure that any vote that wasn't lawful ought not be counted. That dilutes your vote if it's done improperly. Got to get that right. When we get it right, we'll get it right. We're, we're, we're in good shape. Obviously, there's some kind of either fraud or whatever word you want to call it, irregularities going on. Everybody can see it. Even the left can see it. We all know we've been cheated. Anyway, this is the Everything Under the Sun Political Insta Stories podcast, episode 24. Today is November 12th, 2020. 2020 has been a hell of a year. And uh, thank God for people like Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who calls it like it is. Um, It was actually a pretty funny joke he had in the beginning, but nobody laughed. You should have seen their faces because they're all little activist slime bucket deep state scum. I'm sick of listening to them. Anyway, so what I wanted to get into today, um, actually, before I even get into any of the politics stuff, even though I know this is the political insistowies, um, what I wanted to get into today is I have a little story to tell you and uh, something a little different. But anyway, 
Um, so I sell stuff on eBay sometimes. Like if I can't get rid of it through like uh, Craigslist or friends or whatever, I'll sell stuff on eBay. So I sold this thing on eBay. Um, I have a hundred percent rating, like a good rating. I sent, I sold it on eBay. Okay. I sent it right out the day after the person bought it. The person delivered it, gave me a good rating. Everything was fine for a week and a half. Then all of a sudden he says there's something wrong with it. eBay automatically takes her side, deducts the money out of my PayPal account without even saying anything to me. Right. Then, um, I try to fight it and they just keep giving me the runaround. I can't even talk to anybody. They just gave me these emails. You're not allowed to call them. Um, the money was deducted straight out of my account too. Like there was no, you know, like ask me any questions. Da, da, da. Anyway, luckily I know about this a little bit. So I took pictures and evidence. So they had him send it back. They automatically gave him the refund. Okay. They took the money out of the account. Then they still want me to pay. They charged me another $2.96 for whatever reason on top of everything. I know this might be a boring story. But anyway, I had to kind of get it off my chest because I just thought it was unfair. And then the thing is, too, when I got it back, it was all messed up, crumpled. I sent it to him in mint condition. There was holes poked in the back of it on the serial numbers. Like he must have needed a part out of it and took it back. And I just feel like, oh, man, it just ew, that just put me in a bad mood, pissed me off. But anyway, so I know everyone's been through something like that, but man, they're just, you know what it is? Like these, these big companies are getting so big. You can't even talk to people. I mean, you call them to get help. Um, and then like, they just, they, they had these like arbitrary rules and it's just like, you, you know, you get screwed all the time and it just, you know, it's a parallel with big tech and it's just, I'm, I'm so sick of everything being monopolized. And that also brings me into the medical system. Like, um, around here where I live, um, all the small doctors that used to be independent, which were the best doctors are all now part of hospitals and the hospitals overwork them. They, they make them do certain things They they have to, they're miserable working there. And then the whole healthcare system around here has changed because of that. So now you have to go out of your way to find an independent doctor that takes your insurance that does this. My whole point about all this spiel I'm kind of going through is that monopolization of anything, not even monopolization, but like a government control or like a business control of too much, like a monopoly, yeah, monopoly, but or government control of something, which would be a monopoly, but by the government, it is a bad thing. It is never a good thing. So healthcare for all or Medicare for all, whatever you want to call it, is going to be a bad thing. Just like Obamacare. Look at all how the prices have gone up, 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 up. All, every year they got up, 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 up. It just because they pay the people and the insurance companies love this because the government just gives them whatever they want and they get this money. Same thing with the monopolies that buy up, um, you know, the big stores. Look at it when they put the shutdowns, um, all the those small businesses got put out of business, but all the big places everyone was shopping at, which makes no sense because if you think about it, it would be better if there was more stores open because people would be less spread out. But when you only have one or two stores open, that means everybody in the town or the city is going to the same two places. So it's more chance of them getting the COVID. It just, none of it makes sense. Anyway, let me bring that over to um, 
something you're going to love. Okay. Then this is uh, from Breitbart News. All right. So Joe Biden, coronavirus advisors urge a national lockdown for four to six weeks. So now we all understand that dark winter that Joe Biden was talking about. And so for all you people, I don't know if it's maybe people that listen to me, but for you people that voted for Joe Biden and Trump said that uh, he'll be the uh, president of lockdowns, maybe he was right. So now Joe Biden is being urged to lock us down for a month and a half. So if two weeks turns into what? I don't know. Eight months. Uh, I'm guessing six weeks is going to turn into two years. So, is this a punishment? Is this to keep us safe? What is this all about? Because now, we, and the weird thing too, let's talk about this. How about the Pfizer? And they have, all of a sudden now they have a uh, a thing. A uh, I don't want to call it a cure, but for the coronavirus. Now they got a thing for the coronavirus. So. And they waited for a week after the election. Hmm. You know what's funny? Big Pharma is one of the biggest lobbyists in in uh, Washington, D.C. They give money to both Democrats and Republicans. So let's think about that. How convenient was that, right? Oh, man. Anyway, let me read the story to you. Okay, from Breitbart. An advisor to Joe Biden on the coronavirus has floated the idea of a nationwide lockdown for four to six weeks. Dr. Michael Alsterholm was appointed to Biden's 12-person COVID advisory board on Monday. On Wednesday, he appeared on CNBC and attempted to rationalize a national lockdown order. We could pay for a package right now to cover all of the wages, lost wages for individual workers, for losses, small companies, to medium-sized companies, or city, state, county governments. We could do all of that, he said. If we did that, then we could lock down for four to six weeks. It's like you want... It's... Oh, my God. Uh, full stop. It's not just about paying people and the people losing. It's also about mental health and people, you know what I mean? Losing their friends and they all do it in the name of safety. Now, if you thought that people were going to come over and be a dictator or be an authoritarian, like they call Donald Trump, he was the least from it. He gave the power to the States. Let's see if Joe Biden does that. And his, his establishment crony crew, like this, this upsets me. Ulsterholm claimed, I'm back to the story. Ulsterholm claimed that it would get help the virus or it would help to get the virus under control like they did in New Zealand and Australia. In August, Ulsterholm said the state-led lockdowns did not go far enough. He's, the problem with the March to May lockdown was that it was uniformly stricken across the country. For example, Minnesota deemed 78% of its workers essential, he wrote in the New York Times, along with the Minneapolis Federal Reserve President Neil Kashiri. To be effective, the lockdown has to be as comprehensive and as strict as possible. Biden said during the campaign that he'd be open to national lockdown, that it was the scientists told him to do it. In August, World News Tonight anchor David Muir predicted coronavirus and the flu would combine in January. I would shut it down. I would shut it down. I would listen to the scientists, Joe Biden tells David Muir in an exclusive interview. Um, anyway, it's just, it's just saying what he said anyway, uh, full stop. So, yep. looks like we're going to be going back into lockdown, everybody. Thank you, BLM. Thank you, Antifa. Thank you, everybody who voted for Biden. Thank you for everyone that hates Trump for no reason, just because the media told you to, and the TV told you to. 
thank you all. Thank you all. And you know what? If this does go through, you know, if there's going to be a tipping point in the Civil War, it's going to happen. It's going to happen because of this. I'm telling you that much. I know that. Oh, God. These people. Um, there was another story I did want to get to. Oh, let's talk about Fox News. Okay. Fox News has, over the past year, tried to be, let's say, on the right, try to be nice to Trump supporters because it made them, they were the most watched on TV. So after the election and after they called Arizona early for Biden and after everyone realized that they were just shills and that um, Fox News is going back, wants to go back to the middle and back to the left and more to the left. And they probably always been, they probably always been laughing behind conservatives backs. And um, now that we're all starting to find that out, Last weekend, they had their lowest ratings in like forever, which is good because people are leaving them. Now, if you do watch Fox News and you need something else to watch, watch Newsmax or watch OAN. Those are two very good um, competitors to Fox News. Fox News is fake. Um, not fake, but you know, Fox News, they don't. They don't like Trump. They don't like Trump supporters. They don't like populists. They are part of the establishment. Um, you know, Ron Paul's on their board. They're just, you know, fuck Fox News. That's all I got to say. Fuck Fox News. Really just, there's so much shit going down right now, man. And you're, and you're watching all these rhinos and never Trumpers all come out of the woodwork now. Um, I want to get it up. Listen, listen to what this Sandra Smith said off air. Um, I'm going to see if I can get the video. If I can't, I'll just read to you what she said. Now, when I play this, listen to the resentment in her voice and listen to who she talks to. Trace. Here it is. Over Whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Like, Trace, we've results. called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah. So and I think See, she didn't think that people could hear her when she said that, which was really funny. But you, you could just see and hear the disdain. And she thinks that the media calls it, but they don't. It's not the media who calls who the president is. It's not. They actually certify it. And I think it's on December 12th. It's not the media who calls it. And Fox News thinks they're like, like, get the hell out of here. Now, listen to another one. Listen to this one. This is when uh, I think it was Trace Gallagher or somebody else uh, was asking the president about um, uh, white supremacy and disavowing it, which he did a million times. But they wanted to make sure they asked him again on the news. So he got upset about it because everybody was complaining about it. Listen to this. And excuse me, it's John Roberts who said this. But yeah, listen to this. Watch the whole exchange, John. But just in case our audience didn't catch it, catch it um, what was the takeaway? Well, uh, the, the takeaway re remains that the press secretary would not, in a definitive and unambiguous and, and non-deflecting way, say that the president 
uh, condemns white supremacism in all its forms and any group that espouses it. And this is not something that I just made up. Mitch McConnell, Senator Lindsey Graham, Senator Tim Scott are all saying that in the in after what happened at the debate on Tuesday, they would like to see the president come out with a definitive statement. But what I asked if Kayleigh McEnany as a spokesperson for the president, speaking on behalf of the president, would do that, it didn't quite amount to that. Listen here. Can you right now denounce white supremacy and the groups I about said, it? The president has denounced white supremacy, the KKK, and hate groups in all forms. He signed a resolution to that effect. Uh, the president just last week, perhaps you all weren't covering it, but just last week expressed his desire to see the KKK prosecuted as domestic terrorists. His record on this is unmistakable. And, and, and again, I mean, you know, in the past, there have been statements by the president, which Kayla McEnany was happy to furnish. But in, in the wake of what happened on Tuesday night and in the wake of these calls from Capitol Hill for the president to do something, uh, I was uh, simply looking, Melissa, for a declarative statement today just to clear the air. And that was not forthcoming from the White House. Now, this this all started on Tuesday night at the uh, debate in Cleveland when Chris Wallace put a question to the candidates. Uh, and to President Trump about racial unrest, asking if the president uh, would denounce uh, white supremacy. And the president said, well, name, name a group, name a group. And Joe Biden came out and said, Proud Boys. And so the president said, okay, to the Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Uh, yesterday, when the president was asked about Proud Boys and what he said about them, uh, he, uh, he said that he didn't know who the Proud Boys were, uh, something that Kayleigh Mackin, and he repeated again today. Listen here. Uh, he didn't know who the Proud Boys were. The first time I heard of them was in the debate. Uh, but the media uh, continues to put these names into circulation and give them a lot of public attention. And, and Melissa, just one more observation here. If the president didn't know who Proud Boys were and Joe Biden just threw out the name, if he didn't know who they were, why did he denounce them? Why didn't he say, well, I don't know who they are? Can you give me a little bit more information about them and then make a decision about it? So this is this all remains very puzzling. And for all of you on Twitter who are hammering me for answering that quite for asking that question, I don't care because it's a question that needs to be asked. And clearly the president's Republican colleagues a mile away from here are looking for an answer for it, too. So stop deflecting. Stop okay. blaming the media. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm telling you, Debbie. I'm telling you, Debbie. And for all of you out there on Twitter, have me with me. I'm in it. I'm telling you, Debbie. That's what he sounds like. Shut up. And we're sick of hearing it because the press has been hammering him for white supremacy, lying about everything he's ever said about it, about the the. Good, good people on both sides when he denounced afterwards they cut, always cut it off but he says um uh i denounce uh the kkk white supremacists neo-nazis all forms of hate he said that even joe biden like i said uh in an episode or two ago um started this campaign off on that lie it's just a bunch of establishment lies fox news is establishment just as much as cnn you know cnn actually did a better job on the election than fox news did so screw fox news down with them they're just they're just like oh god they're mainstream media they pretend not to be but they are they're just disgusting i'm just ugh, grossed out by it all um 
Anyway, I got a couple more things just to say, not stories or anything, but um, things to say about the uh, what's been going on. Um, Trump does look like he might have a very slim path. I don't think he's going to become president, but um, hopefully 2024 will be different. Hopefully what we need to really worry about right now, I think, is the Senate because if we lose the Senate, which we could on a runoff in January in Georgia, we are screwed. And there's a lot of people out there campaigning right now for it. Um, I know BLM is out there. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is out there. Hillary Clinton. Um, they all know how important this is. Uh, there's a bunch of celebrities like Oprah, um, that senator, or she's not even a senator. She tried to be like a governor or something. Stacey Abrams, who I can't stand. She's out there. There's people, they all know that that is what will change America is if they can get that Senate. If they get the Senate, it's over. It's over. Now listen to Chuck Schumer talk about this, all right? It's it's this will make you understand what I'm saying. Now we take Georgia and then we change the world. Yeah. I'm sorry, can you repeat that, Mr. Schumer? Now we take Georgia, and then we change America. So that is their goal. They want to take, that's going to be their big thing, is trying to get this Senate. And uh, if we lose that, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's not going to be good. I'm going to tell you that much. They will try to pack the courts. They will try to bring in socialism. They will try to bring in Medicare for all. They will pay amnesty. They will give illegal immigrants um, free health care using our tax money. They will do a lot of things that I bet a lot of Americans don't want. And I just want to say everybody in this country gets to vote for who they want. But if that's the kind of people that you want to run the country and you called President Trump a dictator or an authoritarian, you are brainwashed to hell. The best thing we can do now is pray. And hope that we win this, you know, donate, do what you can, get involved. But we got to get those Senate seats in Georgia. The runoff is going to be in January when we find out. So let's just see what happens. Keep our fingers crossed and uh, just um, if you can try to help out, you know, um, look into it and uh, donate to the senators and um, try to get those Republicans in because that's we need a Republican majority in the Senate. Or they will have all houses, or all branches of government, I mean. They will have the House, they will have the Senate, and they will have the presidency. And that will be the end of America as we know it, at least. So, if you want to live in a socialist shithole, then don't worry about it. But anyway, so that's the end of the episode today. Um, I know that I sound very uh, happy and enthusiastic. And I am. So <laughs> I hope you guys all have a good day. I'll be back tomorrow. So everything under the sun, got to start talking about politics, but it just keeps getting crazy, 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 crazy. All right. Yo. Have a good day, everybody. It's crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on?
This is what the world looks like now. Those are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up.